You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello and welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hart. It's springtime when this episode goes live and you know I've already got three invitations for attending weddings this year for my sister and uh, two really close friends of mine. And I'm excited for these couples and their choices to enter into a lifetime commitment to each other. And you know, time flies when you're having fun. Next month on June 28th, 2017, I will celebrate nine years of marriage to my wife, Kristen. And you know, I found myself reflecting on our journey recently. And um, even this weekend, I found myself in thought, in deep thought um, about the influence of a healthy marriage on the life of an aspiring trailblazer. And so I decided to do a solo episode today. And, you know, marriage is not a a prerequisite to succeeding as a trailblazer, right? You can absolutely go through your life um, not getting married and experiencing joy and experiencing success. But if you are married, I especially want this episode to serve as a reminder that we need to prioritize and we need to celebrate the commitments we've made to our partners, which directly impact the success of everything else, right? Um, The media today, especially when we look at celebrities on these reality shows and these other programs, um, they don't play the value of marriages. Society in general today would have you prioritize yourself before all else. But I'm feeling a calling uh, on my heart to remind everyone listening, including myself, that nothing is more important in a marriage than the relationship between husband and wife. So for today's episode, I wanted to highlight the impact and the importance that a healthy marriage plays in or being able to blaze new trails. So at our wedding, and, and most Christian weddings, uh, a familiar Bible verse is read from 1 Corinthians 13 that says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And it keeps no record of wrongs. As married folk, you know, we all need to have these nine powerful reminders posted up on some kind of wall art, you know, for daily view to remind us of what love in a marriage is and is not about, right? Would you agree? There's a great deal of advice, you know, I've heard over the years from people in marriages 20, 30, 40 years. And... I wanted to spend today's episode sharing some of these with you in hopes that if you're married, it maybe would spark a desire to kick it up a notch and lean in, right? Sometimes it gets tough and, you know, everything that's around us now in our society, once again, you know, it tells you that the grass might be greener elsewhere. And I'm going to remind you 
today of one of my favorite quotes that says, the grass is greener where you water it. So it's time for us all to water our yard, okay? If you're not married, this is not the time to stop the recording. You need to hear this too, because you need to know the habits that you need to begin to work on so that one day you can be a great life partner to someone else too, right? So here are, if you guys are ready, grab your Evernote, grab, you know, something to record this, right? Because I want you guys to jot down my 10 secrets to your best marriage ever, Right, so if you guys are ready, here's number one. I want you to choose to love each other, especially when the struggle gets real. Marriage isn't always going to get by on love alone, right? It it, it takes a a, a never quit mindset and commitment. You know, I I remember back when I sat down with my my father-in-law, Mike, and asked him, you know, for his blessing and his daughter's hand in marriage. And his response to me was, you, you want to marry Kristen? And I said, yes. And his response was, how long do you want to marry her for? His reminder to me on that evening in his study in September of 2007 was clear. Marriage is not simply about love, right? We need to understand that by getting married, we are making a long-term commitment, Right. Kristen will often share with other couples that or other younger couples that marriage isn't always 50-50. Divorce is 50-50. Marriage is 100-100, right? You've got to both be giving your all. And you might sometimes even find yourselves taking turns, right? Being strong for each other at times when the other person is weak. Sometimes you're going to need to to be called on to be the one giving a hundred for a prolonged period of time when the other person can't even give anything. I've shared an example of this in our one year anniversary episode, episode 58. Kristen and I got married and before the ink even was able to dry on our marriage certificate, my business collapsed. Three weeks into our marriage, I literally lost millions of dollars in my business. And right then, she could have made that decision to say, you know, you know what? This isn't what I signed up for. And she could have dipped. But she not only remained committed, that commitment again, she, she remained committed. And she also had to pour 100% into me when I had nothing else to return to her for months. For, you know, probably more than a year into our new marriage, I was still walking through what was my deepest, darkest valley, right? But you've heard it said, joy comes in the morning. Nine years later, we're our happiest yet, right? And and we're in love with each other even now, right? So we made it work through commitment, even when that love wasn't always there. So make your spouse your top priority and never consider divorce an option. Remember that a perfect marriage is really just about two imperfect people who refuse to give up on each other, okay? So that's number one. If you get nothing else out of these 10 secrets, number one will take you a good long way, all right? Number two, number two, equally important here. I want you to appreciate your partner. I want you to be your spouse's biggest encourager, not their biggest critic, 
be the one who is ready with a Kleenex to wipe their tears away, right? Not be the one that's going to cause the tears. You have to make a decision to compliment your spouse every single day. Affirm them. Tell them that you love them. Say thank you. Remind them that you're there for them. Encourage them through their storms. And also be ready to congratulate them when they've accomplished their own goals. Let he or she know that you understand their feelings. You know, when you've made a mistake, you have to be able to suck it up, admit it, and humbly seek forgiveness, right? We've got to be able to, to quickly say, you know, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. If you've got kids and your spouse finds himself as the one that's handling more of the, the childcare, handling more of the activities with your kids, guys, be ready to you know, or, or ladies, you know, you better let them know you appreciate all they do. You can change your relationship for the better by choosing to use words of appreciation toward your partner. End of the day, it's all about respect, right? Put some respect on that marriage. If you can avoid the verbal abuse and insults, you're ahead of the game. Remember that using you know, bad words, negative words are like squeezing toothpaste out the tube. Once it's out, you can't get that back in there, right? So, fellas, one extremely important one-word reminder about appreciation of your partner. Listen, you don't always have to fix everything, but you've got to work on your ability to listen. Turn off your cell phone at the dinner table. Just flip the phone over, screen down, eyes up, just hear out. Uh, if you have Amazon, you know, Amazon's Echo, ask Alexa to play some Sam Cook radio on Pandora. Just look up, relax, and just listen. She'll love you for it. Trust me. Ladies, now I've, you know, I've asked the fellas here to hear you out, but please allow him some time to walk in the door at the end of a long day. Give him a minute to breathe. Give him a minute to disconnect from work before you begin to fill his mind with your day full of stuff. Whether you're a career woman or you're, you know, at home taking care of the kids, you women have a, a million different boxes of information in your minds, right? You're able to compartmentalize the kids stuff and the work stuff and the girlfriend stuff and the 12 other boxes of stuff, that you guys have, right? Majority of us guys, we have one box we can manage at a time. And we like to keep our boxes empty. So when you try to pour on all the stuff about your job and kids and this and that and the other, then two or three days later, you say, you know, I told you about this on Tuesday. <laughs> and we don't remember, right? It's probably because you told us too much too quick. So Pray for me, because in all of this, you know, I'm definitely the one who is still working extremely hard on that, on listening. You know, nearly a decade later into marriage, I'm still a work in progress. But, you know, I appreciate your partner. It, 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 you know, at the end of the day, the secret here is to just show appreciation, right? Secret number three, surround yourself with friends who are going to strengthen your marriage and be prepared to remove yourself from people who are going to tempt you to compromise, compromise your character and compromise, you know, that relationship, right? This needs very little expanding upon. You've probably heard the saying, you know, tell me about your closest friends and I'll know a lot about you. If you hang around nine people who are up to no good, 
you're gonna become the 10th, okay? No more needed to be said there. Number four, in every disagreement, there is not going to be a winner and a loser. You're now one flesh in everything. You're either gonna win together or you're gonna lose together. So when you find yourself in a storm, maybe you're in one right now, begin to work together to find that solution, okay? Number five, prioritize what happens in the bedroom. It takes more than sex to build a strong marriage, but it's nearly impossible to build a strong marriage without it. Number six, model the kind of marriage where your sons are going to grow up to be great husbands and fathers, and your daughters are going to grow up to be great wives and mothers. Okay, number seven, Never, never, never talk badly about your husband or your wife to other people, be it family or friends. Don't be venting about them online. Protect home, okay? Protect your spouse at all times and in all places. I made a decision early on. This was advised to me by other close friends. Don't go sharing your disagreements that you have with your husband or your spouse, especially with your family and your close friends. Your family loves you deeply and they love your spouse because you do. You love them. But if your spouse is really hurting you and you go and express that to your loved ones, they can lose out on that love and that trust in your spouse. And even after, when you and the spouse already, you know, you've now resolved whatever issues, your family can still be salty. So if you're being, and, and all that said, it, if by chance you are being physically or mentally abused, all that's out the window, right? Speak up. But beyond that, you know, keep the keep the daily bickering about whatever issues you're having in a relationship. Protect home. Keep that to yourself. Don't go venting about that. Number eight, never keep secrets from each other. Secrecy is the enemy of intimacy, okay? Um, I often see these videos on social about relationships where people do whatever they can to hide the content of their cell phones. Listen up. And uh, I'll probably tick off some fellas saying this, but if you're in a committed relationship, there should be nothing you've got to hide anywhere, okay? Number nine, learn from other people, but don't go feeling the need to compare your life or your marriage to anyone else's. God has a plan, for, for your life and your marriage and that plan is unique to the two of you okay all too often we're caught up with what the joneses are doing the joneses big house the joneses big car the joneses big jobs the joneses big salary the joneses big this and that right don't get caught up in what your marriage doesn't have stop focusing on your limitations and instead focus on your blessings right because there's so much that you're blessed to have when you really process again come back to this gratitude discontentment is resolved by gratitude so reflect and express gratitude for the husband or the wife that you've got pretty quickly you're often reminded of why god placed that person in your life and you're grateful for it when you process that right so number 10 are you ready Number 10, last one, trust is without a doubt the foundation every marriage is built on. But unfortunately, I've seen quite a few friends, more than I care to, you know, uh, end their marriage on broken trust. And if, if somehow this happens to, you know, happen, 
right? If, if this happens to you, if your husband or your wife breaks your trust, I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to implore you to, to try with all your, mark, all your might. I, I can't tell you that you absolutely should, right? But if you can, you, you, you want to try to give them your forgiveness and do it immediately. I've seen it promote healing. I've seen it create the opportunity for trust to be rebuilt. And if you can try, if you can say, I love you, I forgive you, let's move forward. That is not easy, right? But if you can do that, I have personally witnessed two marriages that survived what I thought was a certain end. I've seen them do just that and they're stronger today because of it, right? So again, try to say, I love you, I forgive you, let's move forward. I'll close out today's episode with, right, if, if you are being treated badly, if you're being treated with anger, with impatience, it's difficult to be nice in return, right? So focus on how you can be a blessing to your spouse. And in turn, guys, your ladies, you're going to be blessed and, and so will your marriage. I hope you find value. I hope you are encouraged by these 10 secrets to your best marriage ever. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and share it with a friend or a family member and definitely with your spouse, right? Help me send this episode out today to five people right now, right? Shoot them an email, shoot out a text message or WhatsApp, an IG story. Tell your peeps to go over to tvpod.com slash episode 68 and encourage them to listen to this episode, right? Tag us up, you know, if you're sending a tweet or again, if you're doing an IG post or IG story, tag me up. You know, my handle is at tvpod and I am encouraged to see successful marriages live and, you know, continue the distance, continue um, that race and, 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 and succeed. So, you know, let's, let's be trailblazers that, you know, if you're married, let's go ahead and blaze some new trails and, and show that in this day and age, marriages still can go the distance. Love you guys. Hope you have a great week. Enjoy. Cheers. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tbpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers.